Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Game on! Game on! Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins are off to a good start and has Jake DeBrusque found his game again. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, the Bruins are finally off to a decent start. They're off to a a really good start. If you if you don't count if you don't count uh, last week's game against Philly, that was a complete disaster. But I have a feeling that this is going to be you know this is going to be a pretty decent start for the Boston Bruins. I mean, they're off to a three three and one start. You know, like I said, you could throw you could throw the Philly game just out the window. All right, that was just a really bad game. Nobody, sh- basically, nobody showed up. And you know, at one at one point during that game, I thought, you know, I like, I was almost like saying to myself, "Is Jeremy Swayman really, you know, are we putting too much pressure on the kid?" But then again, the whole team didn't even bother showing up for that game, so you might as well just throw that game out the window. Now, Buffalo, the Buffalo game was good, you know. Allmark had had some spectacular saves in there, and to be honest, that is probably what he needed to boost his confidence, especially against his former team. So maybe, you know, maybe Allmark is the number one guy. Maybe we didn't. Maybe you know, forget about what happened in the preseason. Maybe he could be the number one guy over Swayman. You know, yesterday he played well against San Jose. You know. The thing is, they didn't play, to me, they, they played a really good game, great game. The thing is, they didn't play the full 60. Because the final score of this game should have been 4-1, to one, okay? They shouldn't have allowed those two goals under under five minutes. They shouldn't. That shouldn't have happened. They really needed to play a full, full on 60 games. And the only way that this team is ever going to win is if they play a full 60. They can't just sit back, you know, get a 4-1 lead and just sit back and then in the last five minutes don't play any defense, you know, and, you know, maybe show a little offense but not play any defense and rely on Allmark. You can't rely on Allmark, okay? You know, you have a decent, we have, the Bruins have a decent defensive core back there, all right? They have a decent, they have a good defensive, you know, not, there's a lot of people out there that are saying the defense the defense sucks. But I got to tell you, the defense is we the Bruins actually have a decent defensive core. All right? You know, they have of course you know, they have Grizzly, they have Carlo back there. You know, they actually Clifton Clifton has played eh, kind of kind of good. You know, of course you're going to have you're going to have Mike Riley in there. And McAvoy, so they're 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 a decent team. They're a decent team back on the blue line. All right, decent defenders. You know, don't you know you know Bruins fans that are saying that the defense is like that we don't have a good defense. I think the defense is the defense core is pretty solid. 
they are solid. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, granted, granted, the Philly game, the defense just wasn't really there. But still, you know, this team is off to a hot start. You know, you have Brad Marchand putting in goals again. I mean, he's got four goals, three assists, and and seven points. To be honest, that's 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 tops in the league. You know, Pasternak, you know, he's got two goals in four games uh, with three assists and five points. And I'm kind of hoping, my fingers are crossed, that he's actually going to be able to get close to that 50-goal mark like he like he was like he was going to have before the pandemic, you know, before everything shut down for the pandemic. So is he going to get 50, you know, I'm hoping he gets close to 50 goals. You know, it's really too early to tell how many goals that this you know, how many goals he's going to get. He's going to get close he's going to get close and hopefully, I hope that he hits 50. I mean, I hope that you know, Taylor Hall also hits hits you know close to fifty. I mean, I'm looking possibly probably at thirty goals for Taylor Hall, and Charlie Coyle playing with Charlie Coyle. I think is gonna. I mean, those two guys have clicked really well since you know since the begin since the season started. You know, I know in in the past I was saying that Stanika should be in that spot, but I think Charlie Coyle is going to work out in that number two spot for right now. I mean, is he still going to be there, you know, around, you know, mid-season, you know, centering that second line? I hope so because they they got those two guys look really good. Especially with Craig Smith. Craig Smith missed uh missed the game yesterday. So they put out uh Thomas Noshek centering uh centering that line and he did he played pretty well yesterday. He played really well yesterday. You know, and then there's and then you have you come down to a former second liner, Jake DeBrusque. I mean, he's off to he's got he's got two goals in four games. I'm like, that's good. You know, maybe he's fine. I mean, you know, yeah, it's only two goals, but you also have to realize that the season just started. Okay? So, you know, who knows where he's going to end up. But it's gonna be nice to see, you know, hopefully. You know, I'd like to see the Bruins finally get at least a couple of like twenty goal scores on the team, not just one or two. You know, not just Marshawn and Berge, uh, not just Marshawn and Pasternak getting twenty goals. I mean, I'd like to see three guys. You know, maybe it's Marshawn, Pasternak, and Hall, or it could be Pasternak, Marshawn, and DeBrusque. I don't know, but it would be nice to see more than you know just two twenty goal scores. I mean. Hall Hall is capable of getting 20 goals a season. And I'm thinking maybe 25-30. You know, you have DeBrusque. Maybe DeBrusque finally finds his game and he gets, you know, he's he gets close to 20. You know, and I got to tell you, this this to the, it this is a make or break season for Jake DeBrusque. It is. The kids got to have a good season. I mean, I know everybody was saying that you know, trade him over the offseason. There were deals in place for him to go to Edmonton. There were deals in place for him to go other places as well. But it just never panned out. And I'm kind of glad that that they didn't that the Bruins didn't go ahead head with a deal. Give this kid another shot. I mean, last year was just was just, you know, was a shortened season, first of all. He got he got he was on COVID protocol. And basically that completely screwed up his season. So, you know, 
he's getting a second chance and let's just hope he takes, you know, he takes, um, you know, he, he, he does well, you know, playing with, playing with, you know, somebody like Eric Halla and, and, um, Nick Felino. you know, I think that's going to, I think him moving to the third line without the pressure of a second liner is going to be good. I mean, he plays. He's he was playing well with Felino for for the first two games. You know, he's playing on a line with Eric Halla, so you know maybe those three can gel and they can get something decent. And I'm not, you know, I know Nick. I don't know how long Nick Felino is going to be out of out of the lineup, but you know what? You could probably get 15 goals from him. But the thing with this team is they need more than the first line scoring. And I think they found that with with the second line of Coyle and and Hall and Craig Smith when he comes back healthy. So that's gonna be that's gonna be, that's gonna be a key right there. And then you have second. Then you're gonna have the third line. And I think that third line of Halla and Nick Foligno and and DeBrusque is gonna be really really good. So. I think that this team need this team, you know, needs more goal scoring. Of course, we've known that in the past because it can't just be the top three. The top three, you know, we need we need some some balance throughout the throughout the um, throughout the team, you know. And maybe maybe though that third line could possibly, you know, each guy could possibly pump, you know, pop in a couple of, you know, at least ten goals. You know, I'm not saying, you know, do f- score 50. I'm not saying the third liners are going to go score 30 goals here. They're not. But it would be nice to see, like, DeBrus get on the board and maybe hit, almost hit 20. You know, you know, we think that maybe, um, you know, maybe Nick Felino could possibly punch in, you know, 20 goals. I mean, it is possible. Um, you know, he had, I mean, Nick Felino has over 200, 200 career goals. So there's no doubt he's going to be able to, you know, put in a couple of, you know, put in a couple of, um, put in a couple of goals. I mean, looking at Felino's numbers, I mean, going back to, you know, when he was first playing in the league, I mean, he had 17 goals in 20, 2008, 2009, you know, he's had, he's had decent seasons where he's put in, you know, where he's played a full, you know, 80 game, you know, where there was a full 80 game schedule. You know, here's 18 goals. He scored 31 goals in 79 games in the 2014-2015 season with Columbus. He scored 26 goals. So basically, Nick Foligno has a, has can score score goals here. So there's no there's no you know there's there's a good possibility that he could be a, another 20 goal scorer on the team, even though he's put going to be putting in third line minutes. You know, just because you're putting in third line minutes doesn't mean that you're not going to get, you know, 20, you know, 15, 20 goals because you are, you know, you can do it. I mean, even with DeBrusque, DeBrusque is going to be putting in third line minutes, but you have to realize, you know, in 20, in 2018, 2019, I mean, he was playing with David Krejci at the time. He was playing with David Krejci. He did put in 27 goals. I mean, it would be, you know, he, he had 19 goals in 2019 and 2020. All right, so he had he had you know close. He's a he's a twenty goal scorer. Is he going to get it? Is he going to get twenty goals playing third line minutes? There's a good possibility he could, 
there's a really good possibility he could. Um, you know, Thomas, you know, looking at other players on the on the roster, you know, you got to look at Eric, you know, who he's playing with. I mean, sometimes, you know, you know, he'll play with Eric Halla. Now, Halla has, you know, he has decent numbers. I mean, when he played, he played um, on the inaugural team in Vegas, he had 29 goals. So he's, he's capable, he's also capable of, of maybe hitting 20. You know, 2016, 2017, he had 15 goals, you know, and, you know, he's, he's a good, he's possible of get, he could get 20, you know, could get some, a 20 goal season. So 20 goals is not out of the, is not out of it, you know, for the rest of the team. I mean, well, you know, I see, like I said, I see Brad Marchand, Pasternak and Hall breaking 20, you know, Pasternak could possibly hit 50. Marshawn could hit about 40. Same thing with Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall, I'm thinking maybe 30 point, you know, maybe 30 goals. You know, Charlie Coyle, I don't know if he's going to get the goals, but he's certainly going to get the assists being on the line with Taylor Hall and Craig Smith. Now, Craig Smith missed yesterday's game due to an injury, but you know, you got to realize, you know, this kid, I mean, he's Craig Smith is is a goal scorer too. He had he had about four seasons where he scored over 20 goals. No, I'm wrong. Five. He had five seasons where he scored over 20 goals. So he's capable of getting 20 goals. So they got talent. They got goals. They got some decent goal scorers. So we can't say that this team doesn't have anybody who can score goals. They can score goals. All right. Craig Smith. Five five seasons of a twenty of twenty of a twenty you know with twenty goals. You know, um, we all know about Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall could could easily hit fit you know forty you know could hit you know thirty or forty. I mean, he hit thirty not. I mean, he almost did forty in 2017, 2018. and he's had a few you know a few seasons of twenty goals. You know, his first season with Edmonton, 22, 27. You know, he had a 27-goal season in 2013-14. So this team can score. You know, this th- this team can score goals. It's just a matter of finishing, you know, finish, you know, finishing up their plays and everything. You know, you know, Charlie Coyle. Now, Coyle is a centerman. I don't see him really doing much as far as you know, scoring, you know, as far as goal scoring, but I, I per, I'm pretty sure the assists are going to be up there, you know, and the other thing is, you know, Bergeron, you can't count out Bergeron to hit 20 goals. Patrice Bergeron could well hit 20 goals. You know, he's had 20 goal seasons. I mean, he actually had a 30 goal. He's had two 30 or three or four 30 goal seasons. So he's capable of getting 20 goals, you know, you know, I'd I'd like to see him dish out more assists to Marshawn and Prashnak, but still, you know, he's he could pop in twenty goals too. So I'm not counting anybody out. Nobody, nobody, I'm counting out. Derek Forbert, you know, a defenseman who's played really well for the Bees so far. I know people are have gotten got down on him the first couple of games, but still, he's played really well. He has played really really well in the first couple of games. And I'm impressed. Him and Bacavoy are a pretty good tandem. 
back there. I mean, you have Carlo and Grizzlick who are, who are not, who are back there, and you know I knocked I knocked on you know um, Carson Kuhlman, but Carson Kuhlman's size, well not size, but his little bit of grindiness and toughness, paid off pretty well in the past couple of games. The same thing with Anton Blee. Now Blee missed yesterday's game, but he does play that physical type of grinding type of player. That we had in, you know, guys like, you know, Wagner, who's down in who's down in Providence, um, you know, Corrali, you know, all Achari, all those guys who were like the grinders of the fourth line, all those fourth line guys, you know, you know, they're not gonna get, they're not gonna score a lot, but they're gonna they're gonna get in your face. They are gonna get in your face at certain certain times in the game when they're need when they're needed. And to be honest, they should have they if. If Cassidy was smart, I'm not saying he's dumb, but if he was a, a little bit smart, maybe you throw those, maybe you throw the line of that fourth line out there. You know, maybe you do, but Blee has has is is has the physical toughness, even though he doesn't really have the size. He's only six one, but still, he's you know he's I know I know I knocked him a little bit, you know, saying why is he up here. But maybe, maybe that he he's shown a little bit more in his game. Of course, with the injury to him and Felino and Smith, they had to make some moves yesterday, and they brought up Jack Stanika, and they also brought up Oscar Steen. Oscar Steen finally got his first uh, NHL goal yesterday, so that worked out well. And of course, we were wondering when would Jack Stanika finally get the call? Well, he got the call for yesterday's game. Played a little bit on that fourth line, you know. So he got some fourth line minutes. It was a second or third. It wasn't second or third line minutes, but at least he got some playing time here in Boston. You know, is he going to stay up here? I don't think so because once you know S- Smith comes back, Felino comes back, you know, you're, he's probably going to find himself back down in Providence. Maybe Anton Blee or even even Carson Kuhlman go can go to, could go could get sent down. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of days. Uh, they they do have uh, John Moore back there, but he was John Moore was uh, sent down to Providence uh, with all the with all the roster changes yesterday. So this team can score goals. This team can score goals. They have a lot of guys who have scored twenty or more in the past. So they got some talent on this team. The thing is, you know. Do they what? What games do they show? They do they actually show up? You know, are they going to show? You know, like for Wednesday, Florida is five and zero. Oh. That's surprising. Well, no, it's not really surprising since you know who their coach is. Any Joel Quenville coach, or any team coached by Joel Quenville, is is going to be is going to be a good team. And Florida is off to a five and zero oh start. And I hope, you know, the Bruins actually show up. I mean, here's the thing. Yesterday, I mean, the um, San Jose Sharks showed up un- unbeaten, 4-0. They came into Boston 4-0, and they lost. And the Bruins beat them. Just barely, you know, because they fell asleep with the last— the Bees fell asleep with the in the last five minutes. But they, they are capable of beating Florida. So let's see what happens on Wednesday night. Now, the thing is, 
Are the Bruins, I mean, now that the Bruins, are, now it's still early. It's still early to tell. You know, are the Bruins, I mean, every team, every team out there, it's still early to tell. We're only five or six games into the season, and it's still too early to tell, you know, where the Bruins could finish off the season. I mean, Florida's playing great, so I'm not going to count them out for a top, as a top three team in the Atlantic. You can't count out, I mean, even though Tampa is 2-2-1, two, two, and one, you can't count out Tampa. So there's two top teams right there. So who fills that third? Who who's going to third fill that third spot? Well, there's a good possibility it could be the Bruins if they if they keep playing the way they're playing, or Toronto or another team in there. I mean, even though they're two, three, and one, it could be the the Toronto Maple Leafs. So it's going to everybody knows that Tampa eventually Tampa's going to make it to that top spot. It's just a matter of who's gonna figure, who's gonna finish in two, you know, in the the other two spots, and the other two spots could very well go to Florida and in Toronto, which could mean that the Boston Bruins are gonna be trying to, you know, are gonna be in a battle for a wild card spot with with some really tough teams in the Atlantic. Now, like I said, it's still early. The Rangers are actually up in first place with a record of 4-1-1, one, and one. followed by Carolina, who's unbeaten. You have Pittsburgh in there, who's uh, who's 3-0-2, and I'm a little surprised by that since Sidney Crosby is is out for a while. Yeah, you know, you can't count out Washington. The Islanders, the Islanders, I don't... I mean, the Islanders are on the road until the mid middle of November. So... You know, one maybe once they go finally start playing some home games in their new arena, maybe they might be able to you know jump, you know, make a jump to the top spot. And then of course you have New Jersey, and then you have Columbus, and you have Philly. So it's still early in the season, you know. But I have a feeling that if the Bruins are going to be like in a wild card, you know, wild card situation, they're going to be battling, you know, those those teams like the Rangers, like Pittsburgh, like Washington, like New Jersey, because I have a feeling the Islanders, Carol and Carolina are going to be the top two teams. Eventually, they're going to make be the top two teams in the division. Possibly Washington gets number three, and then, you know, it's all going to come down to the Bruins battling, you know, New Jersey and the Rangers, and Pittsburgh for that. You know, maybe even, maybe even you know somebody within their own division like Ottawa, they could battle for a wild card spot. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know what ha- what, you know I know it's still it's, we're only six games in the season, but still it's going to be interesting to see you know, you know by Christmas where the where the Bruins stack up here, because they're right now they could be right now I don't think that they're 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 a, the Bruins are a wild card team right now. Because you have, you know, because you have Florida, who's who's really good, Tampa, who's really good, and then maybe even throw in throw in Toronto, you know, because I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna give up on Toronto. All right, you might as well. At first, I thought it was gonna be Florida, Tampa, and Montreal in those top three spots, but the way Montreal, I mean, the losing Carey Price is a big thing for the Montreal Canadiens. So I have a feeling that that third spot is going to probably going to be between Boston and Toronto, and I think Toronto is going to be the team that's going to take that top spot, going to take that third spot, and the Bruins are going to wind up in that in that wild card race, 
And it's going to come down between them. Yeah, I mean, there's only two spots. Maybe they can sneak in and grab a spot from a from a metropolitan team, or even or even an Ottawa. Because I think I I see Ottawa possibly sneaking into a wild card spot too. But it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, as far as you know. You know, are the can the Bruins actually can the Bruins may actually be competitive enough to make to be in the top two in the division? I think maybe not. But they but like I said before, this team has twenty you know has a few twenty goal scorers, so they are there there are guys capable on this team of scoring. It's a matter of showing up. All right, and I've said it and I said it before over the summer. It's going to come down this team this team's got talent. The thing is it's going to come down to the goaltending. It will. And by Christmas if Olmark and Swayman aren't doing it, then you're going to have no you're going to have no choice but to sign sign Tuka Rask. Now, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything on Tuka Rask. You know, I haven't heard if he's skating somewhere, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he's in the city of Boston right now. He could be back over in Finland skate, you know, skating and working out. Cuz I certainly haven't heard him working out at Warrior with with goalie coach Bob. I really haven't. I haven't heard him, you know, you know, he hasn't been he the last the last Tuka sighting was at a concert at Fenway. That was it. Nobody has seen or heard from him in a while. You know, is he skate? You know, is he getting in some workouts? You know, nobody's been reporting that he's been sitting. He's been at Warrior at least working out. He hasn't been any. He, you know, is he? Has he been working out somewhere else? You know, like I said, Finland. Has he been working out somewhere? You know, outside of Bo- you know, at a rink outside of Boston. We don't know where what he's doing, but if the Bruins are having a, I mean, the Bruins, the the skaters are actually having a decent season. And, you know, those guys are putting in the goals, but they're not getting the support from the goaltending. There's going to be issues. And I knew from the get-go, once once Tuca went in for surgery and there's talk about him, you know, and he's a free agent. They're talking about him not signing. He could sign. He could go back to Finland. Who knows? I, I already said it's going to come down to the goaltending. And the goaltending is, that's that's the critical part. Do I think that Swayman and... And Olmark, you know, could lead the, you know, could help lead this team to a playoff spot. I don't know. It's going to be tough to see. I mean, to be honest, I really didn't see Wednesday night. I know Wednesday night was the whole team didn't show up. So basically the team left Swayman out to dry. But still, you know, I know that everybody's saying, I know that everybody's saying that, you know, they got to go with the future. They got to go with the future. Well, the future right now doesn't look that good yet. It doesn't. Okay. I, I granted the season just started. All right. Swayman. Swayman has only played in two games. Let him get a couple more games in. All right. Fine. I'll let him get a couple more games in. But he's not the one that leads lead you to the playoffs. As a matter of fact, I don't even with with this goaltending tandem. I that's that's one of the reasons why this team is going to be on the brink of a 
of of a wild card. This team is going to be a wild card team due to the goaltending. It that's what it's going to come down to. Forget about the the guys scoring goals because they they got guys capable of getting getting twenty goals. They have a bunch of guys on there capable of scoring. It's the fact that the goaltending is the is the is the weak link here to making the playoffs. You know the <laughs> the thing is, you better hope that they that this scores more goals than Allmark and Swayman keep out of their net. You better hope because I don't have. I mean, here's the other thing: even if the Bruins do make the playoffs, they won't go far. They won't go far. They'll they'll probably. They'll probably get swept in the first round. So, the thing is that Jeremy, I mean, Jeremy Swayman, yeah, yeah, he's great, but he's not Tuka great yet. We don't, and the thing is, we don't really know how good he is. I mean, he had a really good season. He played really well last year. And, you know, he had a really good first game. Last game, you know, against Philly, he wasn't that good. Allmark came in. He played great on, you know, had a really bad preseason, came in, played two really good games. Granted, the first game was against his former team, Buffalo, who's going to stink anyways. And then a, a good, a good, un, a really good San Jose team. So it'll be, it's going to be interesting to see who gets to start on Wednesday. If, if I'm Bruce Cassidy, I go with Allmark since Allmark, you know, won the last two games. So basically, you know, I think Olmark will probably wind up being your number number one guy getting most of the starts. You know, and to be honest, Jeremy Swayman just really isn't yeah, he played a he played great last season. But let's see how he does, you know, in a in almost being a, a full time, you know, almost almost starter. I don't think that Swayman I don't think that's right now Swayman is the guy to go to. I think you got to go with Olmark. And then when, you know, the time is right, you know, you go get Tuca back here for I don't know, for cheap money because that's all you're going to get. You're not he's not going to sign for, you know, f- more than I would say more than f- 2 years. 2 or 3 years. That's about it. That's all you sign Tuca for is 2 to 3 years. But Swayman, yeah, Swayman is the future in, in, as far as the goaltending. But right now, don't rush the kid. Let him be. I say let him be the backup. Let him be the backup to Allmark. You know, right, play a couple of games. You know, play maybe like a maximum. You know, maybe by the time Tuca comes back, maybe he gets in, you know, 10 games. So who knows? But right now, I think Allmark should be the number one guy. He's got he's got experience. You know, he's got experience from, you know, he's 28 years old. He's got experience. I mean, he's played. He's played a hundred nineteen games in his NHL career. So, you know, let him be the number one, and let Jeremy Swayman be the number two. All right, because you don't want to rush the kid. I mean, even last year, I was saying don't rush the kid. I mean, granted, last year he had a record of seven and three in ten games. Let's see how he does in ten games. You know, this season. All right, let's 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 wait until he plays 10 games and you know, let him play 10 games this season. He's going to get in 10 games as the backup. And let's see how he does. 
you know, in 10 games, instead of a, a record of seven and three, maybe he has a record of, you know, maybe he has a record of, you know, one and nine, you know, or, you know, two and eight or something like that. You know, maybe his goals against average. I mean, in 10 games last year, he had a goals against average of 1.5. Well, maybe his goals against average goes up. Maybe he he go, he's in the twos. Maybe his save percentage, you know, instead of being a 9.45, it's in the eights. So, you know, we really, you know, you really can't tell. You know, just because the kid had 10 games, he only played 10 games last year. He didn't play you know, the maximum of what of, of a starter would play. All right? He didn't play like 40 games. All right? He only played 10 games. So let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Okay? And like I said, this team is not going to, this team isn't going to go anywhere without, you know, with Allmark and Swayman as, goal, as your goaltenders. You know, maybe maybe Swayman finds that magic from last season, and you know, you know, maybe he is that good. But until he plays more than ten games, you know, then we don't know. You know, let him get a couple. You know, have Tuca come back, let him get a couple of starts. You know, let Tuca let Tuca you know you know come back. And let Swayman start a couple of games down back, go back down to Providence. And Providence actually has a good, has a decent team this year. So, you know, why not? You know, you've got nothing to lose with sending, you know, signing, signing to a veteran elite goaltender like Tuka Rask, sending him back to, you know, you know, bringing him back and sending, sending Swayman down is a good thing. It's not a bad thing for Swayman. It's a good thing for Jeremy Swayman because, you know, he's going to get more starts down there. So it's going to be interesting to see to see what happens, you know, with this with this uh, with this team. Now, you know, speaking of Providence, you know, guy, you know, they just got off their They just started their season. Uh, Jacob Lauko. Oscar Steen, Jack Stanika, Chris Wagner, you know, all those guys, you know, Samuel Aslin, all those guys are capable of getting of getting recalled to Boston at some point. Of, of course, Stanika and Oscar Steen are up here right now due to injury. So, and the other thing is that if you take a look at the goaltending, as far as, far as the goaltending, you know, speaking of the goaltending and stuff, you know, Kyle Kaiser, you know, is right right now. He's played in four games, and he has a 1-1-2 one, one, and two record. Now, you know, granted, it's Kyle Kaiser. I don't think he's ever going to get called up to Boston. I don't think he's ever going to play a game in Boston. But you got to think that, you know, you got to send Swayman. At some point, you're going to send Swayman down. At some point, you're going to say send Swayman down. And he's gonna he's gonna be the number one guy, guy right now. Right now, Kyle Kaiser's played all the game, all four games for the Providence Bruins, so he's gonna get some help once you know once we once some, once we figure out what's gonna go on with Tuka Rask, because this all comes down to what the Bruins and Tuka Rask do. Does Tuka Rask decide, hey, I'm gonna come back and give it a shot, 
you know, my hip feels good. Let's let's go for this. I'm going to sign with the bro. I'm going to sign a new contract. And, you know, you know, that means Jeremy Swayman goes to Providence and he plays and he plays, you know, no starting goalie minutes. You know, he's not doing backup minutes. You know, like he's going to be doing with with Allmark. Cuz eventually that's going to wind up happening. He's going to wind up playing backup minutes to to Allmark. You know, he's not going to get the games in. You know, if he gets 10 to 15, he'll be lucky. You know, so, but it all comes down to Tuka Rask. Is he going to come back? Does he come back? I would say I, if I'm the Bruins and the, and the, and the goaltending and the, 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 the guys are playing great in front of the goaltending, but the goaltending is the issue. I would say go out and go out and get Rask back here. You know, get, you know, sign him to two or three year deal, you know? Because to be honest, I don't think Swayman's really ready yet. You know, but we'll see. You know, if he could play 10 games and have, you know, have a better record, you know, if he could play 10, 15 games and have a better record, you know, than the 10 games he played last season, then, you know, you might as well just say Tuka bye-bye. But it's it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season goes along. You know, as far as the goaltending goes. Because like I said, I'm not worried about the skating. I'm not worried about the skaters up front. They, they're they capable of putting pucks in the net. It's c- keeping them out that I'm worried about. I think the defense is fine. The defense, fine. I, I don't see a problem with it. It's the goaltending. And I don't see Jeremy Swayman. You know, if Jeremy Swayman starts, you know, more than 10, 10 games, you know, once he, once he becomes that goaltender of the future and he starts putting in more than, you know, 10 games a season, maybe 30 games, 40 games, 50, 60 starts playing up, you know, Martin, you know, Martin Brodeur or Patrick Wah type of games, you know, amount of games a season. I don't want to hear about it. Because the kid could actually, you know, the more games the kid plays, it could get worse. Think about that one. He only played 10 games last year. He only played 10. Only 10. Only 10 games. Let him put in 20 or, you know, 30 or 40 games and see what his record is. See what his goals against is. You know, is he that good? I mean, I've seen what he does in college. He's, he's been great in college. It's just that, you know, how good is this kid? We don't know. I mean, 10 games is 10 games. Yeah, he, he you know, he, he had a really good record. You know, goals against average was low. But still, this kid hasn't proven anything. All right? You know, he hasn't played, you know, the amount of games a starting goaltending, starting goaltender does in the regular season. He's good in Providence. He's good in college. Let's help see how good he is at the NHL level. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And are you interested in advertising on the show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.